Hello world. Hello everybody. Welcome to another edition of Mr. Speaker Speaks. You know it's the podcast that informs, challenges, and inspires. This is real talk from real people about real things. And it's also the show where the guests get to speak. Learn more about me at vincentedwards.com and join my online community at at vincentondemand.com where you can get exclusive training and videos and more because life is all about purpose and there you can pivot into your purpose with power and precision. Welcome everybody to Mr. Speaker Speaks. My guest today in this segment, the first segment of Ministry Highlight, we're going to be talking to Pastor Williams of Holy Trinity Church of God in Christ. Oh my goodness, we're going to find out some great things about a great man. I just want to let you know that today's show is brought to you in part by Serious Web Solutions. Your success is our success. Their services include everything from website development to e-marketing strategies on the web at SeriousWebSolutions.com. And Sirius is spelled S-I-R-I-U-S, WebSolutions.com. Or you can give them a call at 850-597-1707. When you call them, just let them know that you heard about it right here from Mr. Speaker on Mr. Speaker Speaks. Also, oh, you got to go by Blades Barbershop when you're in Tallahassee. Man, if you need your haircut, stop by Blades at 2202 Lake Bradford Road, Sweet a in Tallahassee, Florida, 850-999-8463. When you get there, tell Dante that Mr. Speaker sent you. That's Blades in Tallahassee. I tell you, it is a great day to have the ministry highlight. And so, as always, on Mr. Speaker Speaks, you know we open up with prayer. And we're going to be blessed by a word of prayer from my guest, my friend and my brother in Christ, Pastor Williams. Thank you, sir. Let us go before the throne of grace. Father, we thank you again for allowing us, God, to open our eyes today to give you honor, glory, and praise. God, we ask you, Lord, to touch us on this evening. God, as we go through this podcast, we ask you, Lord, for your presence, Lord, that you bless us on tonight and give us, God, what we need to make it further. And we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise God. And The inspirational passage of scripture today comes from Psalm 94, verse 17. It is my guess, one of his favorite passages of scripture, and I love it. And it says, unless the Lord had been my help, my soul had almost dwelt in silence. Oh, unless the Lord had been my help. Oh, that is extremely powerful, extremely powerful. Let me introduce you to my guest today, Pastor Jeffrey P. Williams, Jr., pastor of Holy Trinity Church of God in Christ. This man was born and raised in Sanford, Florida. Okay, I love it. A native Floridian. Ain't too many of us left. (laughs) Ain't too many of us left. Oh, I mean, he is known as a man of love, friendliness, vision, integrity, and strength. Uh, He actually grew up in Holy Trinity Church of God in Christ. Um, He graduated from Seminole High School in Sanford, Florida. Um, He went on to school to continue his education where was that what, what was that 
on the highest of seven hills. I, I didn't want to. I, I didn't want to hear you say. So don't right, let's can strike and strike again. Yes, sir. The highest of seven hills, right here in the capital city of Tallahassee, Florida, where I'm broadcasting live from. He, I mean, he is the pastor of Holy Trinity Church of God in Christ. Um, he's also uh, founded the Shockwave Outreach Ministry. Um, he's also an alumni. He's deal, he deals a lot with the Boys and Girls Club of Central Florida. I mean, he's just a man in the community, but also he is married to his lovely wife, Dr. Demetra Williams, and they currently are the parents of one son, Jeffrey P. Williams Third. And I tell you, he is a great man, a great friend. Welcome to Mr. Speaker Speaks, Jeff. How you doing? I'm doing well, sir. How about yourself? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. I've been trying to think of a question to open this up with, to open this up with, how, how are we going to get this going? But I'm just going like this. So, <laughs> are you a PK kid too? Yes, I am. Yes, sir. Uh, by default, I was. <laughs> by default. So, so what was it like growing up as a pastor's kid what what was it like uh it was uh you know very taxing eventful uh you know everything from having your dinners interrupted by different members you know uh to you know watching the move of god right before your very eyes you know i had a front row seat to witness the power of god through many 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 different things and ways um so it was um i learned a lot about life uh being a pk I have to say that thankfully my parents they were they they were aware and still let us live our lives a little bit you know so I wasn't uh I was you know I, I grew up in the drug ministry definitely I was drugged to church uh, you know, four or five times a week <laughs> so uh, other than that <laughs> you know they still let me you know play sports and do different things of course I couldn't go everywhere and do everything but Overall, they did the best they could, and I'm thankful for that. Wow. What was the biggest challenge for you growing up as a pastor's kid? Uh, one of the biggest challenges was, um, you know, honestly, watching uh, my parents uh, deal with and accept things that I knew weren't right from others and to see them operate in grace. Uh, that was very tough for me because, you know, as a a child and a teenager coming up, you know, it's like, why are you letting them treat you like that? Or do you like that? Or act like that? You should handle that, you know? Uh, but, you know, that was one of the toughest things for me, I would say. Mm. So you have a brothers, sisters? Yes, I have two sisters and two brothers as well. And you're the oldest, youngest in I, between? I'm the oldest of all five. Oh, so you, so you... Yes. you you had you had something on your hands. What was it like being the oldest and having to deal with all the sibling issues? Oh my goodness, I, I tell you, I was definitely the the workhorse of the house. Uh, the thing was, my parents had me at a very young age, so I kind of grew up with my parents. They were more like big brother and big sister, so they were learning, and uh, I was learning, and and we all grew up together because, in a sense, we were all children ourselves. Uh, so it was different for me uh, from the rest of my siblings. Uh, they definitely uh, groomed me in the area of accountability, that's for sure. Uh, so I grew up in that way uh, under them. But as they grew older, they changed amongst my other siblings, you know, and I thought that wasn't a little bit fair. But, hey, 
you know, to God be the glory. <laughs> yeah, that's, when the baby come along, they get away with murder. So everything. <laughs> Every, when you look at your your upbringing, your childhood, and your early school days, what is one of the biggest lessons that you've learned that you learned growing up that helped you into your adulthood? Definitely accountability. That's one thing that uh, both my parents, as well as other members of my family, just really poured into me uh, to be responsible, to be accountable, uh, because that's one thing that we lack. Uh, a lot of people lack nowadays is the, the accountability factor, honestly, is the key to being abundantly blessed. Uh, when God sees that he can trust you with more, he'll bless you with more. As the scripture says, you know, that he that is faithful in least will be also faithful in much. Uh, but he that is unjust in the least will be unjust in much. So we need to be accountable. That's one of the uh, major things that I've learned. Oh, yes, indeed. And accountability goes a long way because when you when you hold yourself accountable and others hold you accountable, things can get done and will get done. I'm just reminded in this in the secular world, you know, you got to inspect what you expect and those things that are expected get done. It's like if it's in your position description, it'll get done. So if somebody holds you accountable, typically it will get done. So what prompted you to go to school at the orange and green? <laughs> well, uh, my family, actually, I have a few family members that attended Florida A&M, including my uh, grandparents. Uh, my grandmother is class of 54. Whoa. Uh, yes. And, uh, you know, I um, but I grew up around um, uh, many different uh, family members who went off to college and did many things for military. But I knew that I wanted to be uh, a professional of some sort. And so therefore, I was always a creator and a builder. So, um, you know, as growing up, you say you want to be a dentist, a doctor and all these different things. But as I began to grow, I uh, noticed I had a knack for creativity and building. So I decided to major in architecture. And I, I went from there, and it was a rough journey, but I made it. <laughs> you made it. So what, what is it about putting things together in construction and design that really makes you come alive? Uh, for me, it's about uh, making a dream become reality. You know, everyone cannot, you know, fathom or see things uh, before they're in existence. So being that God gave me that gift uh, and also be able to see in 3 and 4 and 5D, in my head first, um, you know, I decided to use that, you know, for his glory. And uh, I'm just thankful uh, just to be able to even have that gift because it's uh, known as the Andy brain profession. So you have to use both your right and left side, which is both creativity and rationale. Oh, that is something. So you building big buildings and skyscrapers and designs. I leave that all to you. I just want to walk and say, yeah, this, this is, this is finalized, final product, final product. Wow. What was what was a big obstacle for you when you first went to college? I mean, coming from Sanford, Florida, coming to Tallahassee, the highest of seven hills where you have Florida State University, FAMU and TCC. I mean, that that life. What was challenging about that for you? Well, for me, the biggest one of the biggest challenges was the culture shock of uh, meeting so many different people from so many different walks of life, uh, you know, coming from the city of Sanford at that time, anyway, we were groomed and, and raised in an environment where your word meant something. Uh, so, you know, once I got to the collegiate realm, it was uh, <laughs> a eye opener for me. <laughs> there were so many <laughs> uh, people that were either dishonest or manipulative or, 
uh, different things like that. Uh, so that for me was the biggest challenge my first couple of years there. Wow. Welcome to the real world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll I do that for you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember those college days myself way back in the day. So growing up as a, as a PK, did you ever see yourself being in the ministry? Not only that, but being a pastor. No, sir. Not at all. As a matter of fact, I was Jonah, uh, the modern day Jonah. <laughs> running in the opposite direction because of all of the things I had seen and, and come through with my parents. I, uh, I declared that I was never going to be a pastor. And I was, you know, I was definitely willing to work in the church, help in the church and, you know, support the church, but uh, leading it. No, thank you. Uh, so God had other plans and I had to yield. Mm. Yes, indeed. I concur. I concur. <laughs> oh, I truly concur with that one. When we, you know, we, and we can't get into the ministry without first talking about um, your family. Tell us about uh, your wife, your son. How did you all meet? How did that all uh, come about before we get into the ministry? Because she is an ultimate part or, or, or help in this ministry. And I could tell by what I watch online. Yes, sir. Uh, well, my wife and I, we met uh, in 2006, actually March 14th today, oh. uh, 16 years ago. All right. We met 2006 at a women's convention. <laughs> uh, funny story behind it is that uh, my grandmother, while I was in my last year of graduate school, had mentioned to me this young lady she wanted me to meet. And at first I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> nah, <laughs> come sure. on, come on. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> so... <clears throat> So we, uh, so then, you know, a year later, I decided to attend the women's co uh, convention that night right here in Central Florida, and my grandfather, after service, was rushing me to come over, and and next thing you know, uh, she was standing there, and I was like, "Wow, hey, how you doing? How you, know, you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you, and that first night, we talked for about four hours straight, Ooh. and uh, we've actually been together ever since that first day. And I'm about to go. Old, I'm gonna go old school on you. <laughs> and this and this ain't no church script, but it's clean. <laughs> you, you, four hours, but you had the rap going. <laughs> yes, I did. And I honestly, I, I don't have any games. So all I know how to do is just tell the straight truth. Uh, you, and you, that's what I did, and it worked. <laughs> oh yeah, but you had some. You had some show enough game. Four hours. <laughs> Four hours. You it need was to, just an conversation, you know. You need to write a book on that one. <laughs> yeah. It was a very real conversation, to be honest with you. It was um, you know, I think we were both at the point in our lives where we were done with, you know, the foolishness, any games that may be played. So, you know, we just put it all on the table right there the first night. And uh it was excellent. I love that. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Praise yeah. be to God, because you know, when you when you find the right one, hey, hey, you better yeah. Gotta go for it, cause it. <laughs> hey, yeah, it, I remember. I, I knew that night. Um, it was uh, weirdest thing ever. It actually kind of scared me. I heard from within that the words "That's her," and uh, it. Uh, you know, I thought I was uh, hallucinating there for a second, <laughs> and then I heard it again, and I was like, "Oh wow, okay, here we go." All right. Uh, so, you know, I acted on it and. And we've been married this year 14 years. 14 years. I can hear you now. Uh, speak, Lord. I serve in here. <laughs> and now uh, we waited uh, about four and a half years, and then our son was born. Mm. And uh, he's now, he'll be 10 this year. So he was born in 2012. 
and I'm just so thankful, so blessed to, uh, you know, have a family. And I'm just thankful to God, man. I tell you, it's it's been a journey. It's been a journey. Uh, and I, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, because I think we had a conversation. You're a man of the martial arts, too, aren't you? Yes, sir, I am. I am. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm a jiu-jitsu practitioner, actually. And uh, I've been doing that now for almost eight years on and off. And uh, prior to that, I was a wrestler. And uh, prior to that, I was a uh, hood street fighter. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what, 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 y'all, what I'm hearing is don't try to come in the Holy Trinity. <laughs> uh, you know, speaking of which, so let's, let's talk about, <clears throat> let's talk about uh, Holy Trinity. So how did you and when did you become pastor? Uh, well, it happened in 2013. Again, I was running. Unique situation. My father had uh, stepped down and uh, we, my grandmother was actually serving as the shepherd mother of the church. And, uh, you know, I was there serving as a deacon faithfully. And next thing you know, they brought my name up and I immediately declined. <laughs> I said, no, thank you. It's not happening. I'm not going to do it. Uh, so you guys need to find someone else. Things got silent and then picked back up again. And uh, I went through a major treacherous process, actually, not only an internal battle within myself, but amongst other people. Uh, but, you know, when I understand that when your steps are ordered, even though it may look chaotic and even may be chaotic, <laughs> God will orchestrate it to still work out for your good. So I actually did not go through the typical journey of, you know, the brother to deacon to minister to elder thing. I was jumped from deacon straight into pastoring. Uh, so uh, I thought that was not, you know, the best way, but God had other plans. But one thing I realize now is that God had to show me that it was him that was going to carry me, direct me and guide me uh, because I had no other choice but to lean on him because I had no other thing to fall back on. Uh, so it was a very unique journey. And it's been nine years now. And I tell you, God has just been so faithful and so good to us, you know, and it was the church I grew up in. So that was another challenge in itself. Uh, if anyone knows anything about that, you know, they still see you as little Jeffrey, little Timmy, little Billy. Uh, so when you become the leader, that in itself has challenges. But I tell you what, uh, God has done so much for us in a very short amount of time. And I'm very thankful. Speaking of that, you know, how did you or how were you able to overcome that challenge you know because people say well i i knew you when you was born and now you're pastor in the church i used to change your diapers you know i don't know if that happened but being that you grew up in that church how were you able to overcome that hurdle to lead them and not only lead them but to get them to follow you well it first began honestly within me uh because i was aware that uh people saw me as little or young jeffrey um, I first had to, as the scripture says, be renewed in the spirit of my mind and be transformed. And then once I saw that, I'm a more of a person of action. So uh, I decided to begin to do things, you know, that would show people that I'm a real leader. And, um, and I did it for the glory of God, not for the praise of man. And uh, through that in itself, uh, people began to fall in line and um, basically, you know, follow suit. And uh, they've been blessed as well because of it. And now things through that has transformed, but it definitely wasn't overnight. It's uh, It was a daily battle 
uh, I went through the first three years, uh, to be honest with you, I was pretty upset about being the pastor. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually tried to get fired three times. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't try to get fired. Nothing I egregious. Nothing <laughs> nothing egregious, everybody. Nothing that goes against the black book, the Kojic <laughs> manual. But <laughs> no, but I was looking to get fired. I actually tried to convince um, someone to write a letter to oh. the National Church. To oh, have my goodness. Written. You went deep. Talking about writing a letter. I did. (laughs) I was trying to get out of there. Uh, Even prior to accepting, I actually accepted a job in Egypt without even talking to my wife. And uh, everything began to fall apart. Then I accepted a job in Cuba. That fell through. Then the Virgin Islands. That fell through. Uh, so I, that's when I finally yielded and said, okay. Sound like a little trip trying to go to, didn't want to go to Nineveh. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to go to Nineveh. That's for sure. When I tell you I'm Jonah, in the, I was the modern day Jonah. I'm not joking around. <laughs> wow. Yes, and so you're there. Uh, you finally accept the call and you're doing it. If someone is in Sanford right now or they're moving to Sanford, Florida, why should they say, let me check out Holy Trinity? What is it about this ministry, because you're a part of the ministry highlight here, what is it about this ministry that sets it apart from others in Sanford that say, hey, if you're dealing with this or you're experiencing this or you want to see this, you should come here? What is it? Yes. Okay. Well, Holy Trinity, number one, is a church full, full of love. Our motto is a church where love abides and the only one being glorified is Jesus Christ. Uh, One thing we really hone in on, no matter what background, history, whatever you come from or whoever you come from, we always express love to to people. Another thing that we do, I like to say that we are not just a church, but a movement. Uh, One thing that we do is teach people and focus on uh, showing people how to live beyond Sunday. Uh, So that means from your finances, Uh, to your professional careers, to starting businesses. Uh, We even advertise businesses, business owners within our own church. Uh, We advertise them publicly. We support from within and we push them. We we definitely hone people and grow people beyond Sunday service. So we uh, focus on, you know, the spiritual aspect as well. But we also teach you how to live, how to act, how to talk, how to move, uh, different strategies uh, and so many things, you know, acquiring assets in your life uh, to build your own personal wealth. Uh, These are different things we uh, teach because we are very resourceful and we have a lot of uh, in-house professionals that can help you uh, even from uh, therapy services uh, to building services, design services, uh, even cosmetology and different things like that. So we have all of these members and chefs and everything uh, that really um, can help us in many different areas of our lives. So we are just a uh, wonderful, loving church family. And I tell you, we have uh, been blessed to acquire many things, which I'm sure we'll get into here. Oh, so, yeah, go ahead. I mean, you, you're talking. I like to <laughs> I like to let my guests talk. So you, 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 you're a, a movement. And so with that word, I'm just going to play on it. So it's a movement. So last time I heard, you were moving. What's going on? Yes, sir. That's correct. So, Holy Trinity, we're a 93-year-old church that sits in the heart of the Goldsboro, historic Goldsboro community in Sanford. Been there for a long time. Our actual original building used to be a schoolhouse in the days of segregation, and it also doubled as a church, which is still standing to this day. But the Lord has blessed us to uh, not only have that and also a large, large plat of land behind it, uh, but we've been blessed to recently acquire 
uh, last summer, actually, the church diagonally across the street from us and all of its land as well. So now we own approximately 75% of the block within the historic Goldsboro community uh, right there in Sanford. And our plan is to become a campus where all can learn, grow, and worship. So God has enlarged our territory. We're just so blessed to uh, be able to continue in the movement and the vision that God has given. Speaking to other ministers that are that are listening, or I'm just I'm going to open it up. Two things that you would say to any young minister, any young pastor, what are two words of wisdom or two words of advice that you would give them as they start a new ministry, as they launch out into ministry, something to help them going in the midst of times, because it can get kind of challenging, um, rather yes. challenging, and you have to know that you're called. What would you say to that person to keep them going? Oh, my goodness. First of all, it's God's church. Second of all, follow him. Never get ahead of God. And when you do these things, you know, you can never, ever go wrong. You know, the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Also, treat people right. Stay humble. Become a uh, uh, friends of many people. For instance, in our, in our community, uh, it's a pretty rough area, I'll be honest, uh, but we have gained the respect and the um, support of not only just church people, but the dope dealers, the police department, fire department, regular folks in the community, people actually respect us. And that's because you have to know how to treat people. Uh, never get so high up where you can't talk to people, where you can't come down and take a moment to spend with someone. You never know how much that could help them. So one of the main things to growing is to treat people right. Also, take breaks. The church can run without your presence there. Take breaks uh, because you do not want to end up in a health situation uh, like I did a year ago uh, and uh, almost lose your life for the sake of or, or the name of doing good. Uh, because whether we realize it or not, it's the trick of the enemy to uh, say that, oh, I'm doing this for the church or I'm doing this for God and I'm doing that for God. Uh, but also we can find ourselves sinning against ourselves when we fail to take care of us. Uh, because the church is no good. Uh, well, you're no good to the church if you are not healthy mentally, spiritually, physically, all of those different things. So take breaks for the sake of yourself, for the sake of your family, your marriages, all of that. Uh, and let me tell you, strive to live a balanced life. You can be a pastor, you can have a ministry and still live your life. Jesus said that he came that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly. Uh, so that you don't have to wait until you get to the other side to live an abundant life. Uh, but you can live well here right now. I'm a living witness of that. Uh, God has blessed me to uh, I've been to 29 countries in the world and some of which multiple times. I also have a great thriving career. And let me tell you, pastors, take the time to live a balanced life. Don't let people put you in a box and never follow the advice of never changing. Amen. <laughs> Change is necessary. It's necessary. Don't be afraid to evolve. Remember, God said, behold, I do a new thing. Oh, so you come on. be willing to move with him. <laughs> I, I'm not trying to preach. Hey, it's saying. your segment. It's the ministry highlight. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying that, you know, you, get, you can't be afraid to move. And you have to also uh, own your best interest. These are lessons that I learned. Wow. You have to be bold enough to own your best interest. I'll tell you a quick story about myself. Oh, please go right ahead. Go right ahead. Yeah. 
just a year ago, uh, January 2021, I actually, at the age of 39, suffered a heart attack. Uh, and I was airlifted on a helicopter straight to the operating room. I was at 28 beats per minute and dropping. I was doing way too much, burning the candlestick at both ends and the middle. And uh, for the sake of doing good and helping everybody else, and I failed to own my own best interest. And uh, let me tell you, God graced me to make it through that. Uh, the type of heart attack I had has an 80% death rate, and I made it. And let me tell you, it was not a fun event. And to God be the glory, now I am off of all medications except for one. Uh, but I thank God that I'm alive, I'm well, and I'm still pressing forward. But that is one major, major lesson that I learned is to own your own best interest. Don't be afraid to say no and ask God, what is my assignment concerning this person or this situation? Because everybody is not your assignment. All right. <laughs> everybody is not your assignment ever, in Jesus name. And, and Jesus <laughs> so name. you got to learn to say no. Sometimes I had to learn that the hard way. So I encourage you to uh, be bold enough to do that. Our, our motto for this year and Holy Trinity is, uh, you know, to be available to the Lord and to obey his command mm -hmm. and having the courage to obey his command. Sometimes we know what we are supposed to do, but we fail to have the courage to obey. So I've just prayed, that you all have the courage to obey the command to say no sometimes, obey the command to not let everybody be your assignment and to live a balanced life and still give God the glory. Wow, that is quite a bit of great advice, great wisdom. I love that word balance. So tell us where is Holy Trinity located? Give us that address. Oh, all right, I'll give you two addresses actually. Okay. Holy Trinity, our, our existing building, the 93-year-old uh, the building, is located at 1405 Mangosteen Avenue, Sanford, Florida. And our new building is right uh, diagonally across, located at uh, 1402 West 16th Street, Sanford, Florida. And uh, you'll see there, we, uh, if you look around and you drive through there, you'll see all the vacant land. All of that is ours. To oh. God be the glory. So, and I just thank God for that. All right. Tell us about your services and, and what are you doing now in the midst of COVID? Are you are you doing live, a hybrid? Um, but tell us all about your service times. Yes, our service times. On Sunday mornings, we do our Sunday school at 10 a.m. virtually and also our 1130 a.m. services. Uh, we do a hybrid service. So we have people in person as well as on Facebook Live. And thank God we were actually already set up prior to the pandemic. So we were doing uh, virtual services before the pandemic. Uh, also, we at periodically, uh, especially when the weather's nice, we have outdoor services as well, as well as community services. We serve the community frequently <laughs> from feeding uh, to ministry, to prayer, to just fellowship. Uh, also, we have our Wednesday night Bible studies virtually right now at 7.30 p.m. on Facebook Live. Holy Trinity Kojic is our Facebook page. So you can go there and you can see many, many, many broadcasts, uh, weekly broadcasts that we've done over the years. And your website for our listening audience. Yes, it's www.holytrinity.com. And uh, you can see there and learn more about us. And uh, we're excited to get to know you, but we're just... Uh, uh, regular folks, real people serving a real God. And, you know, we just we just uh, love on people and just give them the praise. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And I think one of those great lessons is balance because life itself is all about balance. 
So you're moving to a new building. What's next on the horizon for you outside of ministry? I mean, I know you work in the area of construction and building things. Do you have anything uh, that you're going to be working on? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm actually, uh, I'm a very busy individual outside of ministry as well. I'm currently a uh, senior project manager for a company named Wharton Smith, uh, based out of Sanford, Florida, but we are a billion dollar firm stretching from North Carolina all the way over to Houston, Texas. And uh, I am in charge currently uh, over over a hundred million dollars worth of commercial construction projects. So I have a few future pursuits here coming up, a few K-8 schools down in Osceola County there. And I'm currently working on uh, multiple fire stations from the city of Mount Dora all the way down to Osceola County government. Uh, and I'm also in charge of uh, school district projects uh, in both Seminole County schools, as well as Osceola schools and also Orange County public schools. Uh, so, yes, I have quite a bit going on, and uh, I'm just thankful to God be the glory. <laughs> to God be the glory. Well, I am so glad to have had you on this segment, Ministry Highlight on Mr. Speaker Speaks, uh, Pastor Jeffrey Williams of Holy Trinity Church of God in Christ in Sanford, Florida, part of what jurisdiction? Western what? Western Florida second jurisdiction. <laughs> and who is your bishop? <laughs> My bishop is Bishop Larry E. Perkins. And your Man. state mother is? <laughs> My state mother is Supervisor Mother Ruby D. Williams. All right. Who is a member of Holy Trinity, by the way. All right. You know, I had to get that plug in there because <laughs> I, talk, I talk to mother every now and again. <laughs> And so do I talk to Bishop as well. Had to give them their props. But I tell you, my brother, it has truly been a pleasure having you here. One final question for you on Ministry Highlight. Pastor, and all that you do and everything that's going on in your life, from construction to winning souls to pastoring, what matters most to you? What matters most to me, uh, one of the things first, is uh, uh, being that I've gone through what I've gone through, uh, my goal in life is to die empty. I want to put everything out there. Uh, you know, they say the most wealthiest place on earth is the cemetery. Uh, I do not want to contribute to that vault. <laughs> I want to put it all out. <laughs> I want to give everything that God has placed inside of me, every gift, every talent, uh, every unction. I want to pour it out and uh, do that. And another thing is to be impactful uh, and do it with a purpose. You know, I don't want to just spin my wheels in this life. I want to do everything with a purpose and also inspire and help someone else. I get the most gratification out of helping develop other people. Uh, and uh, that's become one of my knacks. So I'm, I'm thankful that God has graced me uh, to be able to do that. All right. Well, I thank you so very much. You heard it right here on Mr. Speaker Speaks, the segment ministry highlight with Pastor Jeffrey P. Williams of True of Holy Trinity Church of God in Christ in the city of Sanford. I tell you, do you have a phone number for them if they need to call? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. It is for uh, 850-345-7557. And uh, you can also reach us. You can see all of our contact information there on our um, website, as well as our Facebook page. And we will definitely reach back out. We're very good about responding to people. Uh, Holy Trinity's ministry actually goes beyond the city of Sanford, and we do have faithful viewers and supporters internationally, mm. stretching from the country of Indonesia to England to Norway, all the way to Cuba uh, and all across the U.S. Uh, my wife and I, in our travels, have made many, many friends, 
And uh, we're just thankful that uh, we are able to spread the gospel and spread the good news and encourage someone else to be better all throughout the world. See, I told Man, you. Thank you, sir. I, you, I told you you was world renowned. You wanted <laughs> world renowned, internationally known, the one and only Pastor Jeffrey P. Williams, Holy Trinity Church of God in Christ in Sanford, Florida. My listening audience, I want to thank you for tuning in to this edition of Mr. Speaker Speaks. You know, it's the show that informs, challenges, and inspires. Real talk from real people about real things. And remember, check me out on the web at vincenttedwards.com. You know, I always say, life is all about purpose. And the question is, do you know yours? Remember, in all that you do, be magnificent. Until next time, be good, be blessed, but most of all, be a blessing to someone. 